we do a very erotic, dark, uh, immersive show. Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's a bit like a volcano, but with a lot more eruptions. <laughs> My name is BB Lynch. Why did you mime that? <laughs> Don't mime. I hate the mime. My name is BB Lynch. And I'm Miranda Kane. And coming up, we have, I've heard a lot about this woman. Mm. I'm quite excited. She's the creative director of House of Kittens. Ooh. It's erotic. It's immersive. It's going to be sitting in that chair in a minute. <laughs> Hi, this is Lily Lafleur, creative director of House of Kittens. All things erotic, sexy, and wonderful. Erotic immersive theatre. No. <laughs> You're not digging it? No. It's just so different, and it's different every time. It's not like you just see the same thing. Y- you know, you're seeing something on the first floor, and you think, oh, what's going on up there? And, yeah. you know, and it's something you could see again and again and again and have a different time. I think I grew up on them, but them choose your own adventure books too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's meet um, Lily Lafleur and find out about her latest production. Oh, flick to page 32. <laughs> Welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex. <laughs> I, mean, I never get the chance to do this. House of Kittens creative director, Lily Lafleur. How is everyone? Oh, beautiful. Good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just okay. Okay. Ask me what I've stolen today. What have you stolen today? Half a toilet roll. <laughs> Just half? Yeah. I've, it felt, Go it felt too much to do. It says she could keep room in her handbag for something else. <laughs> But you could put things inside the roll. Oh, oh. Lily LaFleur. Oh. <laughs> That's not the first time you've had this conversation. No, you just oh. like, you know, optimise on space. Tell us. <laughs> Genius. Genius. Tell us about House of Kittens. Okay, well, House of Kittens is a group of all women, uh, cabaret, and we do a very erotic dark, uh, immersive show. So, uh, the whole point, I guess, originally started where it was, um, a group of my friends that I really loved and we started doing sort of cabaret pieces together. And then it just built and built to where we are now, where we're producing our own shows. And it is, I have only female women working with me, only female women, only women, (laughs) only female women, I guess, you know, women can be of all genders, actually. I'm very supportive of that. Um, but yeah, so we've got female choreographers, uh, even our backstage crew is all women and yeah, it's a very lovely group of fabulous people. How does that make a difference in terms of feel? It's so mellow, actually. Like uh-huh. there, you know. So the only men we have on our crew at the moment is our sound and lighting guy, and uh, my cinematographer. And both of them always say like, "It's so nice working with you guys. Oh. It's so chill. There's no sort of masculine, you know, I, I don't know, sort of ego stuff going on. Yeah. And we're all really, really good friends. So it's um, it is a really nice group of women. I feel very lucky. Uh, don't have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so we should all be. I'm the one go around kicking people in the vag or something. <laughs> I'm about as down fucking kicking off the patriarchy. Oh, good. We are up. allowed to swear. Sorry? We are allowed to swear. Oh, oh fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Fuck I was yeah. like really trying to think about what to say. <laughs> 
Every uh, other word I say is normally a swear word. Oh, so, don't just swear that much, but bring it. It's, it's actively encouraged. I've, I've got a bit of a question though, yes. oh. uh, because I believe that some people might hear the words erotic and immersive and oh. think that I'm going to do weird shit to them. Yes. So we have a little way around that. When people come in to our shows, we let them get settled and have a drink first. But we always come around and say, "Would you like a yes, please, or a no, thank you?" Sticker. Um, so it really helps us as performers. And when we say immersive, immersive can mean so many things in theater. So it can mean when I went to Edinburgh Fringe, getting fake shit flung at you at the train spotting immersive, which <laughs> was not top on my list of immersive experiences, Jesus if I'm honest. Um, I was like, oh, so we're going to go immersive with that bit. Good. Oh, um, what, did our, they use? what did they use as the fake shit? I don't fucking know, but it was absolutely disgusting. And <sighs> there was some woman with like really long blonde extensions and she just was having an absolute mare because just splatted <laughs> all in them. And it was like, you know, you can tell somebody's just like had them done. But I was also thinking Fringe is a really weird place for somebody with like the nails and the blonde hair extension. It was not what I was expecting to see in the audience. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> we're not that kind of immersive. We don't shit on anyone. Oh. <laughs> Other than the patriarchy. But, uh, <laughs> That should be another sticker option, surely. It should. Poop on me. <laughs> Shouldn't. No. Um, so when we say immersive, what we mean is that we are not a sort of traditional stage setting. So we will be dancing in the crowds, in the spaces. We also, this time, for the first time, are working with a wonderful immersive actress um, who will be going around and engaging with people. Only the ones who say yes, please. I think it's really important and it's something we've introduced because it is a sexy show. Um, I don't want to have something where people are like, well, nobody consented with me about what I wanted. I personally would grab whoever I want whenever I want, but I do like to be thoughtful. Yeah. That Also, when I go to immersive shows, as much as I th run them, I don't really want to be involved. I kind of <laughs> just want to watch and chill out for the night. So I think it's like you're never going to be forced to do anything that you don't want to. When we say immersive, we mean that the show is happening all around you. You might have a really hot girl who sits on your lap. Yeah. Um, okay. But we're not going to drag you on stage and like wave dildos at you or anything I'm weird like that. that. I was made yeah. to can can once. That's also cruelty. in front of someone I quite liked. And That's I a only, euphemism. And I know. And I only used one leg. <laughs> and I have two working legs. And I don't know what happened. I just forgot and just kept lifting my right fucking leg. <laughs> you were made to can. I, it was. I just canned. <laughs> so your latest production is Amatory Asylum. It is. What goes on in the asylum? Basically. I'm Dr. Lila the Fleur, presiding oh. physician over sexual psychological studies. Do you have a certificate? Uh, absolutely. You have to find it. Oh. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so basically, uh, I'm inviting you all here as observers in the medical community to witness our groundbreaking techniques in helping women discover their sexual liberation. So the whole point is that you are not walking in going, look at these crazy bitches. It's like everybody has their fetish. Yeah. Everything is based around what their fetish is and it's a sensory evening of performance uh, which helps them figure out who they are and accept it. So it's sort of like taking wayward women but then making them accept themselves. The concept kind of came from that I am just so fucking sick of women being uh, censored on social media. We're shadow banned. Uh, loads of my female performers are shadow banned. Can I please ask? Yes. I know this is dumb but it's the second time today I've heard shadow banned and I don't yeah. know exactly what it means. So what it means is that I don't show up in any hashtag galleries. I don't show up in any explore, uh, which is, this is all a new thing. Uh, and I also do not 
really show up in people's algorithms. So even if you follow me, I'll be right at the bottom. And so you have to really make an effort to go see me. So where we originally, we would get so much more engagement. It just sort of takes you out of things. And it's all down to FOSTA and SESTA that they'd passed in the mm. United States. They're American companies that are owned. And so they've just done a blanket kind of ban on everybody. But it's affected. I follow a woman called Horace of Yore. I don't yeah. know if you know her. She had her account deleted. Yeah. She's a sex historian. Yeah. And actually the Welcome Collection has just done a big sort of uh, kind of tweet thing about it that she wrote as well because it's really you know it's limiting a lot of stuff like sexual education and history mm. and for some reason seems to be very centered around women and some controlling reason. women is it because key, is it keywords they're blocking uh, they're blocking keywords they're blocking and you know all a lot of my friends who are burlesque performers so the other day some of my girls tried to post a picture that had nipple covers and yeah. half of them got them deleted i don't because i'm shadow banned so nobody sees them anyway <laughs> And it's it's not even like, just here's my tits. No, no, no. The reason why Whores of Your got banned was because she had a picture of Nell Gwynn. Oh my God. Like an actual 18th century picture, 17th century picture of Nell Gwynn. And it's got a little teeny, teeny, teeny bit of nip. No And they, yeah, they they took her off Twitter. And she's, she's a super... Yeah, she's amazing. She's got like a million. Well, that, but also she's, she's, I mean, does huge work in charities for sex workers and trying to raise awareness. She's a really amazing person. And she's a lecturer at Leeds University. Yeah, Yeah. Kate Lister. I mean, she's incredible. So even that, it's just ridiculous. So I guess we kind of were all thinking about this and we're like, fuck it. Let's do like something that is basically kind of going, women can own their sexuality and Mm -hmm. you can be as freaky and weird as you want. And that's still okay. So we visit, um, I am not even going to try to pronounce the filias, but if you go to my Instagram, House of Kittens Official, you can look at all the different filias that the girls have. And then we explore what that means through shows. And then we have a little amatory asylum ball at the end. So you guys can all vogue with us and have a good time. So it goes a little dark and then it comes up light. <laughs> Ooh. And the, uh, the audience, that can be any gender. Absolutely. No, 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 no. We're, we're totally inclusive of everyone. Yeah. So yeah, I, I like to make people feel very welcome. Do you ever worry that you are going to get like just to, you know, someone of the old Mac brigade, dirty. I love an old Mac man. (laughs) An old Mac man is also welcome. (laughs) A weirdo in the corner. I love a weirdo in the corner. (laughs) Nobody puts weirdo in the corner. (laughs) I do. Stay there. Watch. (laughs) <laughs> no, I love a little weirdo in the corner. I'm I'm all about the weirdos. Oh, <laughs> I think life is made up of weirdos. So that we are here. Yeah. <laughs> and life is made um, up of you. So there's conceptual and theatrical vignettes. There are. Uh, explain that for Miranda, please. <laughs> so <laughs> three years at drama school. I know, babe. <laughs> Couldn't tell. One to yeah. <laughs> When did they let you in? <laughs> three years knocking on that door. <laughs> Shut so, up and hear about the vinaigrette. <laughs> the are a salad of no. um, so it is we have uh, projections uh, which we use to tell certain bits of the stories and then we also have choreographed pieces together and then we have girls moving through the spaces we have immersive pieces we have actresses so it's it's really kind of a a whole medley of all different types of performance um, but mostly led with dance um, to very kind of uh, obscure rock and roll music music for the most part. We got a little Bowie in there. So people feel like they know one of the tracks, but, um, yeah, we try and find things that are, yeah, a bit off key, a bit out there. Um, more probably on the rock and roll side of things than anything else. And I don't want to give too much away. No, no, it's (laughs) don't worry. 
I'm a massive fan of immersive theatre. Like, I try and get to like as many as I can. We should absolutely come. I really won't. <laughs> oh, we already am, darling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but do you ever worry? Because like I've been to a couple of performances, and there always is that one bell end that takes it a bit too far, and it's like a bit too. I would feel very sorry for the person, especially a guy who thought that he could overpower our performers in any way. He yeah. would really not work out well. <laughs> Uh, I think because uh, what they forget is that they're coming in and they're giving off like their punchline, like you know, the, all these... you can get it in comedy sometimes where somebody yeah. is like, "I'm not the comedian I wanted to be. I'm going to ruin your show, though." Yeah, and like trying to get too into it. it. It's a fine. It is a fine line. I feel like if you're that guy or lady, don't do that and yeah. just like go with the flow of the person and let them lead you. Like I've had times before where we've done events and like we did like a very very NDA. Can't say who but was part of the royal family, uh, stag party. And um, it was like at this most amazing castle in the Spanish countryside. And it was amazing. But it, it was sort of like when you were trying to take him around to sort of do the things he was supposed to be doing. And it was just all a bit silliness. Nothing major happened. He just like wouldn't really go with you because he's like, I'm the boss. And it's like, you look like a dick. Um... And we all also just look annoyed and like, just go with the flow and nothing's going to happen. You've, and it's all, you've kind of broken the moment for yourself. Yeah. And so like, I just sort of feel like when people try and be like in control of something where they don't know how it's going to work, just like go with the professionals. Like so if I'm going to go to the doctor's office, <laughs> I ain't going to tell you how to operate. No, because they were all of age, so it wasn't oh. Prince Philip. Oh, uh, no, it wasn't. No, no, no. Uh, not in the United Kingdom. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> prince, actual prince. Was it Prince? Prince. What, what the dead one? Or? Yeah, the dead one. Was it Prince? Let's say was sure, because he can't say any different. It was a dead prince. It was a dead prince. Um, when you put on... <laughs> When you put on a sexy production, yes. which is a very basic way of saying what this is, what's your kind of arousal cultural ratio that you go for? Ooh, I mean, don't fuck in the room. Like that's, I, I, we don't throw sex parties and I am super liberal and I really don't mind about what people want to do. And I've been at parties before where people may do those things. I find it quite boring. I, I find it kind of like there's sort of, I do a lot of yoga and you meet like yoga nerds. Oh, they're just yeah. sort of like yoga nerds, but into sex. And they're kind of like, mm. Oh, did you get the flogger with the rubber tips? I just find that really dull. So I just sort of think like, let's just do the event maybe you might find it inspiring and then you go home and you do the stuff do that the we stuff, inspired yeah. you to do mm. um but we have people we have a lot of people who are like into like fet life and you know torture garden type people who do come down and some people come in like full-on latex which is highly encouraged i'm all about fantasy eroticism dressing up um, well, your dress code is elegant medical or fetish or all three for the brave <laughs> So I just want to see somebody's elegantly fetishly medical. Um, but yeah, I mean, I sort of put that out there just because I don't ever want somebody to feel like they can't come along, but just make an effort. I had one guy once come to our show and it was like the first one I'd ever like saved up enough money to have a person filming it and he was just like really bald and in a plaid fucking shirt at the front <laughs> and so all I could see was just like the shine oh. on the top of his head I and don't then just think like, you can blame him I for can. his bald oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
And it was very, it shirt. was very shiny, mixed yeah. with the plaid, and just everything was just like he was in like red plaid and like this shiny head. It's all you saw. And actually, somebody should have told him to move to the back. But ever since then, I've just been like, no, just make an effort. Because a bald man in a Powder. really shit hot suit yeah. yeah i would support that because i'd be okay. like on your testosterone yeah get rid of all your hair i'm fine yeah. with that but yeah. he came in a really yeah. shitty plaid shirt so yeah. don't do that no it just sounds so, like colin robertson from <laughs> what we do in the shadows colin robinson isn't it, it you know it yeah what we do in the shadows is amazing it is it's wonderful just so yeah. just just re just retune that narrative to think oh we are colin in the audience no, she's not digging it. No. I mean, Colin Colin just wear a suit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big night. It's a Morrissey number. I don't even know what you're talking Colin about. Colin just wear a suit. I know you're Morrissey's <laughs> now a fascist. Yeah. 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 I so. mean you mock dead prince. <laughs> and yet Morrissey's okay. What an interesting table this is. What's psychosexual therapy? Psychosexual therapy. Well, actually, it's very loosely based on, I can't remember the man's name, but there was a German psychologist in Weimar era Berlin um, who started the Humanitarian Society. It's, it's in our sort of little blurb of what we do. Um, and basically, he was the first LGBT uh, activist, and he had a whole, uh, his whole own asylum that was um, all about for transgender. He was the first person to ever really do scientific studies on that. Mm -hmm. And he was Jewish and gay. Um, I'm Jewish, gayish. No, I'm not gay at all, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Happy, but very supportive of ladies. I love, I love the female form. Um, But he basically founded this humanitarian society and it was all about acceptance and, you know, trying to figure out what people were. He was the first one to do any studies on body dysmorphia. I might be getting this slightly wrong, but I I know that he was one of the first. So I won't say first because I'm not a historian, but um, he was a big part of it. And then Nazis came in. They weren't very cool with that. And Nazis ruined everything again. What's wrong with them? Good tailoring, bad people. Hugo Boss, great tailoring. I mean, he went on to do great things for the Nazis. Was a little. Mm. We all got to start somewhere. You're Jewish. I know. That's why I can make the jokes. Yeah, it's fine. fine. You're going to offend somebody, so fuck you all. The lights went again. Yeah. The taste poltergeist. My grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. No. Your bend a little bit if you're feeling comfortable or confident. And that doesn't mean you have to be very good at it. So if you want to come down and drag and you're a lady wanting to look a little bit helmet newton masculine, mm-hmm. go for it. If you're a man who's always wanted to put on a latex dress, do it. We've actually got a very special lady who is coming down as her first time out publicly as a woman. So we're Princess pretty excited. Diana. Yes. <laughs> Dug her up. She looks great. Um, no, uh, but it, it's a, a lovely trans friend of mine who's never been out in public. So Aww. she's going to come down as Katie and in her blue latex dress. And I'm pretty excited. Oh, so, so, you know, it, it's, it's just uh, something to, for people to have a good time, not mm. jump on the bandwagon of the LGBTQ community, but I'm from San Francisco. I grew up around a lot of it. So I just uh, love Paris is burning yeah. that kind of whole vibe. And I just always thought that that was very much a safe place for the LGBTQ community at that time. But also I just like the ethos behind it, which is basically come as anything you want, be fantastical. And um, that can mean just you just not being yourself for the night. Well, sorry, Dale, are you going to say something? Um, well, 
Well, it's just like, do you find that that's quite a handy, um, what's the word, a sort of mix between the two? So it's like if someone was interested in exploring their feminine side, bad partner, but it's like, so rather than saying, I want to go to a trans club or I want to go to a gay club or I want to go to a fetch yeah, event. Yeah, just come and dress up. Just saying this is, oh, this is an immersive theatre event. Absolutely. I, I mean, I think there needs to be more safe spaces for people to try things out because yeah. I've met plenty of people in my life who maybe just like to be around feminine and stuff and it's not even a sexual thing for them it's yeah. just a thing that they want to try out so yeah we, we totally you know but we I would say that our demographic is so schizophrenic um, <laughs> where I've had like couples who are like in their 80s come down and then we've had really young uh, you know gay queens come down and then mm. we've also had you know, just young kids like club kids who come down and then torture garden people and then really vanilla people two who walked out because they said this is not what we were expecting and I was like <laughs> You didn't do your research. Like, I think um, they thought we were going to do like fluffy cabaret and we do uh, not do fluffy cabaret. I, I mean, I, I find it really hard to explain our aesthetic, but the best I could do, go with is I'm very inspired by the crazy horse. I love how high fashion they are, mm-hmm. but it's very French. So it's very like, Ooh la la. And we all look exactly the same and you know, all that kind of stuff, which is so cool when you go see it live, it's a great spectacle. Um, but we're kind of a little bit more about like, let's have slightly differentiating bodies and yeah. not too different so that somebody looks like totally out on, on the sort of spectrum of things but just that we're not all identical little and it's really bots. hot you're wet even yeah. the images on the website oh, you're you. like oh my god this is really oh i thought hot. you meant a fluffy cabaret was really hot as in like fluffies Fluffies? Fluffies. I, I have fluffies. seen fluffies. Somebody t- mentioned to me about bronies. Uh, yeah, I was trying to make a they're, joke. Oh, I forgot that I'm talking to... I just... Oh, I, 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 think I'm, I think I'm having a come down. <laughs> in life. I had a glass of wine. I, honestly, I think I'm having a I'm feeling really depressed. Right? I yeah. can't drink anymore, sadly. I get hungover before I go to bed. I'm it's it very now. upsetting. I'm I think it now. Yeah, I don't know if like... I, I'm 37 next month and... Or no. It, where were we? October in December. Oh. Um, but as soon as I hit 30... Yeah. It was like, can't yeah. drink anymore. Do you so. know what? Good. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm no, actually... I mean it from being uh, much older. You're good. <laughs> good. <laughs> Fuck you. Good. Good. Be sick. Fuck you. <laughs> Um, if I may, yes, you may. I, we, we all segue to fuck you. And... Just, <laughs> if I may read out a lovely quote. Please. <laughs> uh, Tell me. I'm like, if I may. Quote, the time could well be ripe for sexing up British theatre, Miranda. And for those who are curious, a whole menagerie awaits, ready to give you that kitten soft push. Oh, I like that. Oh, that's very nice, that's isn't right, it? Mate. That was Holly, wasn't it, from the telegraph she uh i can't remember her last name. holly williams i hope we got that right um yes she came down to one of the shows and she seemed to have a really nice time she came down we did these huge events called menagerie which was just the giant menagerie which is kind of a a sort of a, a festival of erotic delights i think was how we went about it and um it was over four floors and there were like I think something obscene, like 28 shows. It was amazing. I never want to do it again. (laughs) I I was just beside myself and my entire family flew out for it. So it was really cute. My dad was there. My mom was there. My aunt with an eye patch was there and I made her a special Swarovski crystal one so she could wear it. She got kicked in the head by a horse, but she she was super okay about it. And she's like, just made it a fashion statement. Um, (laughs) 
I know. Uh, I, know your, I know your words. Are, I know they're English. I don't understand what she was hit by a horse. Kicked, kicked. kicked by. Yeah, yeah. It took her eye out. But she now has a cool ass eye patch. Oh, I thought you meant at the menagerie. Oh, no, before. Oh. So I made her an eye patch. Um, <laughs> and then I had, yeah, I had like a whole table of family. And my dad was a little confused and was like, do I tip people? It's like, it's not. <laughs> I mean, yes, but it's not that kind of show. So yeah. he just sort of gave some ladies. He said, you did a great job. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Shoot the house. He's just a crazy Jewish jazz drummer. Aww. He's insane. Um, perfect. Yeah, but he's wonderful. You know, you're from San Francisco. I am. You're happy with the hills, but you're really good with hills. I am. Yeah. But in San Francisco, you learn ways around the hills. Oh. So everybody learns how to like walk different ways. So you don't have to have the highest ones. Yeah. So it's sort of like you do lots of yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> Kittens Amateur Asylum is at the Weddington Members Club Nice on German Street on October 10, 11, 31st and November 1st, 14th and 15th. Tickets and all information from houseofkittens.co.uk. Yes. And the Wellington actually is just reopened. Beautiful. Um, on the German Street. It is really beautiful inside. And they're really doing great stuff on the restaurant side of things. The guy who's the head chef, Brett, as we know him, <laughs> I'm sure he's got a fuller name than that. Um, but he, I think, was the executive chef for the Groucho group wow. or something like that. So the food is really amazing. Okay. And uh, believe it or not, we're dancers, pigs. All really? of us absolutely. Yeah, my boyfriend is disgusted. He's like, you... I am six two, and you actually like. I get mad if he doesn't give me the equal portion. <laughs> What's your favorite food? We were having this discussion with like of your last meal, and I had to go that if it was my last meal, I'd go with comfort food because I'd probably be quite sad. So yeah. I go Italian, but yeah. Asian food right. is it's pretty amazing. Asian as I'm more kind of like the Cantonese, sure. Sichuan. Sure. I, I cook a lot. I am a, I'm obsessed with food. Oh. <laughs> I do. I, I'm I think it's now. one of life's great joys. Yeah. And I don't trust people who don't like food. Oh, no. If you don't like food or dogs. Um, yeah. <laughs> or Colin. Poor Colin. Poor Colin. Colin is a cunt. Colin turned up in a fucking plaid shirt and sat right at the front with his big moony head. He can never come back. Get out. <laughs> What did you think? Oh, I love that. That sounded really fascinating, open, like, just like it's got something for everyone. Yeah. Why did Lily hate Colin so much? Oh, bloody Colin. What a well, the question is why don't why don't you hate? <laughs> um, so Lily was saying that she that's the production she's the proudest of. Oh, yeah, it does sound brilliant. She's did she choreograph it? And I mean, she's done everything. Yeah, she? she like did the music for it. Yeah. And, Dead Prince. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Dead Prince. She's like Dead Prince. She's the Dead Prince of the erotic immersive theatre world. <laughs> um, it sounds brilliant. I think you should all um, try and go along. It sounds you're going one night. I am. What okay. are you going to wear? Um, oh, I don't know. Your good sex, bad sex t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Guess get some merch. Um, my name is BB Lynch. I'm going to shave my head and sit at the front of my Buff it especially to get a real shine. Real nice shine. I'm Miranda. Shine my head, Kane. Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Sam. Oh, no, sorry. Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Juliet Nichols for Metro.co.uk. Ta-ta, Sam. <laughs> you can get in touch. You can't, Sam. You can fuck off. <laughs> but everyone else can get in touch with us on Twitter at 
good sex, bad sex, the triple X at the end. And if you have a sexy question, sexy query, uh, there's a topic you'd like us to talk about, there's a person you'd like us to interview, please do let us know and we um, probably ignore you. It's info at sexpod.co.uk. <laughs> and we will see you next week. Oh, I love it when you sing. Oh. 